98.5 The Bull, Sound of Moolah, $750 at 7.10 this morning. Ty, what item do you have in your life that you think you could pass down to your son and that he could pass down to his kids? I don't think I have anything. I really don't. You know, I don't it's, know. It's uh, these Amazon Prime days right now, and there's an item, and it says 42% off this. It'll last forever, basically indestructible. So you can pass it on to your kids, and they can leave it to theirs. It's 42% off for a total of $19.90. So this would be an item that you could buy right now. $19.90, like? $19.90. Okay. You could buy it. Your, you could pass it down to your son. He could use it. And then pass it down to his children, and it's less than $20. What is it? Bottle opener. No, come on. Uh... I, I have no idea. I have one that belonged to my grandmother. Pocket knife? You think my grandmother carried a pocket oh, she knife? She might have been. No. Cast iron skillet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those this can the, be yeah. passed down. You know, hey, cast iron skillet people. Maybe ask for more money if you could pass this down for three generations. Yeah, don't tell people to pass it down either. You need to get each generation to buy one. Yeah, you'd be like, use this for a few years and throw it in the river. But they're like, nah, give so it to your to, kids. They get to make one, one sale per family for the next 500 years? That's not a very good business three generations, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, they should tell them to, you know, destroy it or something or ask for more money. Right. So will you now buy a cast iron skillet that you could give to your son and then he could give to his children? Yeah, I, that's one I have already. So you I will. You do have I one? I guess I could. Yep. Where did you get it? Uh, my wife bought it. No. Here's a, here's a sad story. We had a, a set of cast iron skillets. Um, when we first moved here to Tulsa, but we rented our house. And when we moved out of the house, oh, we forgot no. there was a drawer under the oven. You know that that drawer, sometimes it's a broiler, but sometimes it's storage. We put all our cast iron down there. And then we moved out of the place and forgot that drawer. Everything else was clean in the house. And we had a nice set of them. And, and then one day, we three months later, we go looking for the cast iron skillet. And we're like, oh, my God, I, I think we left it in that house. House had been torn down. Was your wife not just upset she's, about she's that? She's pissed, Because, yeah. listen, a lot of times that stuff is passed down. Like yes. I said, I have one my grandmother owed. She didn't like it, man. So, uh, word to the wise, if you, the, the former house is going to be torn down, make sure you get everything out of it. Especially precious heirlooms. <laughs> yeah, those guys with the tractor probably took them all home. Probably did. You're going to go for as Halloween, or for, for Halloween, I should say. You know, I'm a grown, middle-aged man now. I don't. There's no more well, Halloween. Yeah. I don't do that anymore. Well, and also, you don't have kids, so you can't. It's fun to have a kid, too, because uh, then you get to kind of relive all those things. It's 98.5 The Bull, good morning. But uh, it would be unacceptable for you to go door to door and ask for candy at this point, I think. Are you going to sit at home and wait for your trick-or-treaters to come by? I was going to ask you. I've just moved into this house right off Cherry Street. I uh, want to get, like, cool candy. I want to be the guy that gives the full-size Snickers away. But how many trick-or-treaters am I going to get? That's the you How never many did you get? You need to, uh, you'll have to go through the first year to kind of get a baseline for what it looks like. Um... I, I got a, I got a few, but there's, you know how like last year we were talking on the radio. There are neighborhoods that, around here that people drive to in order to trick, trick or treat. That's not my neighborhood, mm -hmm. so I don't get as many. But you know how people load up the kids and then they go to like these, I guess rich people neighborhoods. I, I don't know for lack of a better term, they go over there. And I do remember one year years ago we got a bucket of candy bigger than you could believe, and we still ran out of candy, and I. I freaked because I heard that teens will mess with you if you don't give them candy. And um, so I went through my pantry and tried to find anything that was close to candy. And the only thing I could find was applesauce, like little 
you know, those little, uh, I don't know what you, they got the foil on them and you got applesauce. The in individual it. cups of applesauce. It, exactly. That, I was down to bare bones at the house and I, I gave a, looked to be a young teen. And I, I said, all right, so here you go, you know, have a trick or treat or whatever. And he goes, thanks for the mots, dude. Why didn't you turn off your lights and say no more trick or treaters? I don't I'm know, because I think you can still get egged. And anyway, I got egged. They threw eggs at my house, those punks. And by the way, if you get eggs on your house, it, it, it ruins, like, the paint and stuff. So um, then I had a big mark on my house for years. So I would, I would overbuy, to be honest. And then if you don't give it away, you can just eat it yourself. Does that make sense? It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger and Daniel. Daniel had an idea um, a while back for disposable clothing. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Um, and tell me why you like the idea of disposable clothing. Well, uh, you would not have to ever wash it. You just rip it off and throw it away. Right. So all sorts of things would be taken care of um, if you had disposable clothes, right? Mm-hmm. No more. You wouldn't even have to have a washing machine anymore. Get rid of that. Put something else nice in that space. You know what I'm saying? Right. Put a wet bar there because you're wearing disposable clothes. Also, I think you had mentioned on vacation, you wouldn't really have to pack a bag because whenever you get to the new place, you just buy more disposable clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to believe this. I think someone must have been listening up in prior. Would you like to hear a story about disposable clothing? They've developed it in prior? Watch this. Or listen to this from News on 6. People spend hours trying to find the perfect dress made from the perfect fabric. Prior high school students are proving you don't need toile or chiffon. In fact, you don't have to look any further than the paper and plastic aisle at your local convenience store. I honestly thought it was going to be impossible. Lydia Vermillion and her classmates created these looks from toilet paper. The students were tasked with creating a custom design with only eight rolls of toilet paper, glue, a t-shirt, and some imagination. Each group took inspiration from different eras and famous people. Lydia's group created a look someone from the Renaissance era would wear. You, you can't believe how good these things look, by the way. I know you can't see them, but you think it would just look like a, a scrub or something. These things look like something you would see somebody wearing a wedding for real. Well, my problem is they're like, we invented di- disposable clothing with a T-shirt. I mean, that's not disposable. Right, They've got to work on it, man. This is like the first iteration. You well, know what Don't I'm say it's disposable clothing. That's just clothing. That's about 99% disposable clothing. No, they said T-shirt. Okay, they use a T-shirt and then they put, okay. I don't know, maybe you're right. But the train, the train on the dress looks all paper. You could have a toilet paper uh, wedding train. Do you think if, if there were uh, disposable clothing, would you wear it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Like a shirt made I mean, of paper towels. As long as it didn't rip and stuff when you sat down. Of course I would. I mean, why? we use disposable stuff all the time. You know, like, uh, do you like doing dishes every day? So, uh, you know, I got paper plates in the house. Same. We should have paper clothes, right? I just hope it's not see-through. I hope they make it thick enough where they can't see what you're working with, you know? Well, of course, of course they won't make it see-through. You're not going to wrap yourself with saran wrap. Anyway, I would sue them, Daniel, because it sounds like you might have a case. I should get a lawyer, you huh? You say disposable clothing. All right, they're trying to work on it. It's 98.5 The Bull. We got a $750 chance for you this morning with the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. $750. Could you use that, man? That's a trip. That's a payment on your car. Help with rent. It's all sorts of things. The uh, Sound of Moolah, it's $750. Uh, we're, you joined us at a great time because it's 710. It's not that far away here on 98.5 The Bull. Speaking of money, the uh, Powerball jackpot, second biggest in history now at $1.7 billion. And I was looking, because um, some states, uh, you don't have to say who you are if you win the money, you know. 
but some states say you do have to t- you do have to come out public like if you want the money Oklahoma's a state where you got to come out you have to tell them who you are you have to like come out for the press conference and hold your big check and carry on and all that but I think this is um where that <laughs> the idea of, like, you ever see uh, somebody's holding a check, but they're, like, dressed as Chewbacca and stuff, so nobody knows who they are. So your name is out there, but nobody can, like, look at your face and then notice you later. Yeah, I saw a guy once claim his prize. He was wearing a scream mask, and I, I, I have never forgotten it. Yeah. Um, but I guess the states, I'm like, what's the logic of not letting us be anonymous? But I guess they want to use you in a way to advertise, look, this is possible. This could be you, too. However, some states say that you can just do it very quietly. In fact, the last big Powerball winner uh, will never know who it is, according to their state law. Um, would, <laughs> if you won the lottery, Daniel, what what mask would you put on if you... Uh, I would wear honest? that uh, Burger King King mask. Okay. Remember that guy? Yeah, because you could be king of your, mm-hmm. king of your checking account after that. I've seen them do this uh, thing where they announce people winning a lot of money, even on like a lower scale. I was at a casino once in like some small town in the middle of nowhere. And they were like, uh, congratulations. I, this might have been in Alabama. Something you know, like, like Dale Smith just won $1,000. Dale's going to be walking out the parking lot here real soon. I'm like, come on, y'all. Cash in hand. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, like, don't don't, <laughs> don't do that announce Dale. that. It's 98.5 The Bull. You could have at least 750 coming up at 710 with the sound of moolah. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Only about 12 minutes away from uh, your your chance at 750 dang dollars. I had, a, I had a question for you. Uh, yeah. Last night, we all went to dinner uh, with the uh, boss here, and uh, you you did an F.O. What's Fo- that mean? Foolish order at the restaurant. Foolish order, okay. <laughs> you ordered a Cobb salad. I've never in my life, I've known you for like 25 years, I've never seen you order the Cobb salad before, and you ordered the Cobb salad because you felt like the steak at the restaurant we went to was too expensive. Yeah, I mean, just because our company's paying for it, I do kind of feel like I I still need to kind of stay in my lane as far as, like, Daniel, I mean, do you think it's okay if I go and order the most expensive thing on the menu? And so the reason, so I didn't want to get the most expensive thing, and I was kind of playing like this game. I wanted to see what you were going to order and then what the other person was going to order to see and make sure I wasn't going to have the most expensive order, and and I would have. So I decided to go with the... A lesser order, so I didn't have the most expensive one. You know? We went to Wild Fork in Utica Square last night, and Tig was trying to be a hero and just ate a salad. Nobody cares what you order, man. This is a you know, this is a multi-million dollar company. You can get the steak if you want. I don't know. I still, I still will. I, you I, think well, that ten dollars? If you'd have paid ten dollars more, or the company had to pay ten dollars more, that the company would fold and maybe go into Chapter Eleven bankruptcy if you would have gotten the steak instead of the Cobb salad, which you wasted, by the way. You, only, I, you didn't even eat half of it. I ate half of it. I don't know. I just feel like I don't need the $50 steak. I can go with the $16 It wasn't salad. $50. Yes, it was. It was I $30. The okay. Well, anyway. How I much was, was that gonna... Cobb salad you wasted? $16. Okay. And you thought that uh, ordering that would make you the hero of the day, that no. people would then admire you and <laughs> lift you up into like a chair? I thought my boss might appreciate it. I know that. You know how it goes in the world. Um, he's probably got to turn in expenses at the end of the month, and they might be like, dude, you're spending too much or whatever. And so I didn't want to be a part of that. And so I ordered the cheap stuff. I don't get you, man. Yeah. It was a silly order. And what'd you have? Oh, yeah, I had a pork chop. Yeah, did, I had a Daniel pork chop. Yeah, a real rich chop. guy. Yeah, really. <laughs> Monopoly guy over here had a pork chop. Nobody cares what you order. 88.5, the bull. Tig, I'd like to introduce you to Shelly. She works in home health, and she, this morning, would love to win that $750. What would you do with all that money, Shelly? 
I would pay some bills. Pay some bills. You're a little behind on bills. Yeah, you're right. Seven hundred fifty bucks would really help out right now. Uh, uh, you work at Home Health, so like, wh- what do you do? What does that entail? Um, I go into people's homes and I help them that are elderly and disabled. I do their errands, bathing, housekeeping, cooking. Good for you. Uh, where, what city do you live in, Shelly? I live in Coffeyville. All right, so Shelly from Coffeyville. I, I imagine your your heart is probably pounding a little bit right now. This is some big money, right? It definitely is. Okay. All <laughs> right. Well, are we ready for this, Daniel? Do you want to hear the sound one more time, Shelly, before you make your guess? Yes, please. All right, here we go. All right, there it is. Shelly, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Shelly, what is your guess, please? Is it elevator doors? Is it an elevator door? (laughs) Shelly, that is incorrect. I am so sorry. Right. But much well, like an elevator, uh, the sound of moolah now will go up $50. So if you will help us with the math, uh, it was $750. We must now add $50 to that. What does that come to, Shelly? $800. $800. Can you believe it? And Shelly, you're available to win this uh, next hour, 810 for $800. So uh, I'm getting... <laughs> I'm getting more and more nervous here. Are you nervous? Why are you I nervous? I feel like Ty? I'm going to screw it up. Somehow. How? I don't know. Hit the wrong button and give away the answer or something by uh, accident. Tig has narcolepsy where he only thinks of himself. Narcolepsy. You're not even the guy playing. You just have to play the sound. Right. Why do you think Tig is such a narcolepsist? I think he's awesome. It's narcissist, and I'm not. Why are you nervous? You're not playing. Because uh, I, I have... I have empathy with these folks. I want them to win, you know? Tyke's worried he's going to mess it up. All he has to do, uh, Shelly, is hit play with the mouse. That's it. <laughs> Tell him, say... Well, I think you both are pretty awesome. Shelly, say shame on you, Tyke. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Thank you. See, Shelly's too nice. You're just... You know what you are, Daniel? You're a sour individual. Well, you're a narcolepsis. <laughs> okay, coming up... 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull, the uh, bullfight is on the way at 740 Pumpkin Town Farms tickets. Say, Daniel? Do you remember that uh, website, Hot or Not? Yeah. Back in the early days of the internet, when everybody was so shallow, you would just put your picture up and people could go vote if you were hot or not. Yeah, I remember that. Might hurt your feelings in some cases, but now I think we've moved on. Society's moved on. We're not just looking at looks anymore i thought we'd bring back hot or not a little bit today okay not with looks but with situations uh, for example last night uh Tig and i went to dinner i think one of the very few dinners we don't go to dinner very often but we did we went to utica square to wild fork and we sat outside because it was such a nice day right mm-hmm. i brought one of those fly repellent things that spins around <laughs> yeah because we were sitting outside yeah and you mocked me yeah. I feel like that's an attractive thing to bring to dinner. You feel like it's hot. I think that's hot. Like if you went on a, a date with a lady, she would believe it would be hot if you 
put that thing out on the table and in to your keep opinion, flies away. It's not. Like, it's, if I went on a date with a lady and brought this thing and set it down on the table and it spun around, you feel like that would be unattractive. I feel like it would show you're just kind of, I don't know, like, past, you're not cool anymore if you're bringing uh, fly traps to the You feel table. that if, a, if a, a grown man doesn't like flies landing on his food, that that's unattractive. Uh, let's take calls on this. Is that hot or not that Daniel brought some kind of, what is, what is that? A fly it's helicopter a fly or repellent. something? Yeah. <laughs> fly helicopter. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Is it hot or not that Daniel knew we were eating outdoors last night and decided to bring some kind of insect repellent thing with him? Buddy, it's hot. It's not hot. No question. That's a hot Ain't thing Ain't nobody in the world going to say that's hot. You'll see. It's 918-879-9898 on 98.5 The Bull. Ten minutes away from your Pumpkin Town Farm tickets on 98.5 The Bull, but uh, we're playing Hot or Not. You remember that website, hotornot.com? Today we're playing it, but not with looks. We're playing it with situations. Last night, Dan and I went out to dinner, and uh, he put something on the table, and it starts spinning around over our food, and basically it, it kind of, instead of using your hand to swat flies away, this thing kind of does it for you. I kept your, fl- your food fly-free. Yes, you did, but Daniel thinks that's hot. I go, it's not... It's not that hot. That's a hot thing to bring to dinner, buddy. I think it's too much to, for, especially like a first date to bring your little fly helicopter, but uh, we'll take your calls. Hey, who's this? 918-879-9898. Hot or not, the fly repellent helicopter. Who's this? Noel. Noel, do you think it's hot that Daniel brought like a fly helicopter to dinner or something? Oh, absolutely, because he thought about it ahead of time, and it took some planning. That's right, Tig. You don't like, need to be telling me about what's attractive those. and what's not, Tig. This guy has no clue anymore. <laughs> yeah, like I, I saw Daniel walk up to the table and he's got a box under his underarm. I'm like, what is that? A gift or something? And he opens oh, it up and puts prepared. the. Yeah, he yeah, But I mean, you don't. You wouldn't have done that in your 20s, Daniel. You didn't bring it a fly swat. Well, I don't. Th- those weren't invented when I was in my 20s. But obviously, Noel uh, hugely attracted to me. And thank you, Noel. Hmm. <laughs> And then she laughed in your face. Are you ashamed, Tig, that you're wrong? No, because I. everybody's entitled to their opinion. I've got mine. Hey, who's this? Sarah. Sarah, do you think it's hot if a guy brings basically fly repellent to a dinner? I wouldn't say it's hot, but it's practical. All right. Well, no, no. It's not, it's not hot or not or practical. It's hot or not. That's what we're doing this morning. Is it hot or not? As an older woman, I'm going to say hot. Oh, <laughs> That's right, Older women go crazy Dang. for me. I'm like the golden bachelor. <laughs> You are the Golden Bachelor of Tulsa. Boom. <laughs> also, is it uh, hot or not if a guy has a umbrella in his car? Uh, these are very practical things, but I'm going to go with hot because it's good. Well, maybe there practical is hot to her. Like, I'm you know immensely attracted to all women, Tig. You heard it here. <laughs> all women. There you go. <laughs> Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Playing our own uh, on radio version of HotOrNot.com on 98.5 The Bull. Real quick, Daniel. Uh, Daniel and I went out to dinner last night. He thinks it's hot that he brought, like, this thing that spins around and set it on the... He brought it from home, set it on the table, and it keeps flies away from you. You said Correct. that's hot. Keeps I flies disagree. off your food? That's hot. What do you what do you make of that, Lexus? Uh, not. <laughs> I done told you, son. <laughs> you like your food uh, covered in flies, do you? No, but on a first date, I don't really think that would be a... Uh... I don't think there'd be a second date. Well, let's be clear. I wasn't on a date with Tig. This was just dinner. <laughs> but you're asking well, if it's hot or not. But you're the one that said first date, Tig. 
Well, yeah. did you think it was hot or not if you were on a date with him? I think it's that hot. Well, you know what? Enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Tag. we have some Pumpkin Town tickets to give away this morning. Uh, I've got a quiz called People Who Were The Something. And, uh, Tig, I'd like you to play this morning. It's going to be a Menagewa Tig. Uh, he will be competing against the two callers for the bullfight. And if Tig wins, he must then... Choose the winner. A lot of pressure on you this morning. So I might just throw the game because I don't want that pressure. Why? Don't throw the game. You try to win. How many tickets do I have to to give away? We've got four tickets. Okay. We've been to Pumpkin Town. It's a great time. Uh, Tons of things to do out there. Actually, too much to do. So let's do this. Uh, 918-879-9898. Looking for color number nine. Looking for color number 10. Save that number, too. That's always going to be our number. It's 918-879-9898 with Tig and Daniel on the ball. Here we go. Pumpkin Town Farm tickets on 98.5 The Bull. Fight today, Daniel. You have two contestants besides me. That's right. We've got uh, Mike, who uh, you say he works at CNC Machine Company, makes gaskets. Is that is that correct, Mike? Uh, uh, Crown Products, uh, CNC Machine Operator. Yes, sir. You got. You're talking. You, Daniel's so confused. I don't know what he does. I have no clue. He's told me three times. I still don't know. Tell me what he does, Tug. So he uses the CNC machine, but he works at a company that's not called CNC. What's the CNC machine? It is a computer-driven cutting machine, whether it be a mill or a knife cutter. Now I understand. All right, so... Taking on Mike this morning is Tamara. She's a stay-at-home mom. Tamara, how are you? I am great. Are you excited to compete against Tig this morning in trivia? Yeah, um, I've done pretty good uh, with trivia so far, so... It is a Menagewa Tig. Uh, we'll be also playing. Tig, what do you do for a living? Not much. Yeah? Yeah. What do you do for a living, Tig? I, I'm a broadcaster. <laughs> what, what is all this? Let's get to the game. Oh, yeah. Tig's in a big rush this morning. He doesn't realize we get off the air at 10 no matter what we do. He likes to rush through the contest, so let's get right down to it. Enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. It's called People Who Were The Something. I'm going to give you the... Uh, the first, no, you have to identify the first names. They're the somethings. You'll see when we get going here. Stop rolling your eyes, Ty. I really can't stand it. I'd love to choke this guy this morning, Mike. Whoa, that's a violation. Uh, we'll start with Mike. Blank the Ripper. Jack. Jack is correct. Tamara. Blank the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Correct. Tig. Blank the Builder. Bob. Bob is correct. We are tied up three to three. Mike, blank the terrible. Ivan. Ivan is correct. Tamara, blank the friendly ghost. Casper. Correct. Tig, blank the Baptist. John. Correct. Three-way tie still. Mike, blank the hedgehog. Sonic. Correct. Tamara. Blank the Explorer. Dora. Correct. Tig. Blank the Tank Engine. Thomas. Correct. Mike. Blank the Hun. Attila. Correct. Tamara. 
blank the impaler? Vlad. Correct. Tig, blank the kid. Billy. Correct. Oh, my gosh. This is unprecedented. A three-way tie. Each person has four. Final question for everybody. Mike, blank the hut. Jabba. Correct. Tamara, <clears throat> blank the frog. Oh, goodness. Uh... Hammer. Kermit the Frog. Oh, she just missed it. <clears throat> the judge, a, a very controversial call. You say she didn't make it in time. So now, Ty, get this right, and you've tied Mike. <laughs> Blank the <laughs> Barbarian. <laughs> don't throw the contest because you not, don't make I'm the not, I'm not. I can't think of it. Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. I would have missed that. And with that, Mike has defeated both Tamara and Tig. Now, Mike, you've got a very uh, serious decision to make here. Will you hold on to these Pumpkin Town tickets, or will you give these to Tamara, the stay-at-home mom? I'm going to hold on to them, take my granddaughter out. All right, there you go. See, we're making memories, Daniel. It's not just the tickets, it's the memories we make. Tamara, good job, man. We almost, you and I, we did pretty good, but Mike just edged us out there, didn't he? Yeah, just, just got it. <laughs> well, uh, good news for we'll you, Tamara, perfect. is that uh, coming up, man, you've, uh, we're here at a great time, only about 20 minutes away from another Sound of Moolah and Daniel. How much is that up to right now? You the uh, you keep the ledger? Let me open the ledger. Uh, I'm like Bob Cratchit and A Christmas Carol. Uh, $800 at 810 on 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull, less than 20 minutes away from a... Uh, how much is it worth now, Daniel? The Sound of Moolah? Now it's worth $800. So that's at 810 with Ty. Good morning, Daniel. You ever hear uh, kids that uh, can sing really good when they're young, and then they grow up, their voice changes. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's successful. I think Leanne Rimes is one of those. What Did she put out that song when she was uh, very Younger. young, like 14 or something, and she's gone on to have a career. But other people like Billy Gilman, he was really good. But I think when your voice changes, it kind of messes you all up. Uh, I've got a clip here of a kid in New York. He sings like he's a member of the Rat Pack. He's only seven years old. His name is uh, Marcelo. Would you like to hear Marcelo? I would love to do hear Do a little uh, Frank Sinatra. Yes. What is that? Oh, sorry. That my, For some reason, the uh, series started playing. I was like, what in the world is that? That's bad. Um, I could, like, it was hard to hear the kid, that music's so loud. But, but he's good. I mean, yeah, a seven-year-old singing like that's pretty good. Do you think uh, if you're a seven-year-old, once your voice changes, will you still be able to sing? That's the problem, right? Well, I, you know, I spent time, like, knowing some people that were in choir growing up, like our church choir. And then they were, like, real serious about it, and then their voice changed, and they weren't as good anymore. Do like, you think my voice will ever change and get deeper? Your voice? Yeah. 
I bet your voice was deeper than when you were a kid than it is now. You like to say I sound like Minnie Mouse. I was talking to my buddy Larry yesterday, and his kid got on the phone. I haven't heard from him in a while. This guy's like very deep voice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Why didn't mine ever change? I don't know. You sound like Minnie Mouse after she inhaled helium. I know. I like. I thought <laughs> when I went through puberty that my voice would change, <laughs> but it's still. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Puberty. Okay. Ty and Daniel on ninety-eight-five The Bull. Tyke, the hills are alive with the sound of moolah. Let me introduce you to Brittany. Uh, she is a baker at a school. Uh, Here in Tulsa. In Tulsa, yeah. What, so what do you bake? Um, Really just desserts right now. We're going to start doing breads as well, just trying to introduce different things to the kids. Look at that. This is new. I don't remember fresh baked bread when I was at school. Well, it's a college, so oh, a little okay. different. Well, here I were. I thought you were a lunch lady, Brittany. I, my apologies. Uh, she, it's all good. She bakes bread for the college, and with her is her little son, Charlie, this morning. Uh, good morning to him. And you and Charlie have been playing The Sound of Moolah together? Yes, we, we've been listening in. Uh, and all right, well, uh, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Tyke's going to play that sound for you one more time. Here it is in three, two, one. All right, you've heard the sound. Brittany, Charlie, are you guys prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Brittany oh. and Charlie, what is your guess play? I'm going to stick with a sound of knife being sharpened. Is it the sharpening of a knife? That is incorrect, Brittany and Charlie. I'm so sorry. It's all right. Didn't we have that one, too, already? We already had that one. you got to go uh, to thebulltulsa.com and see all the wrong answers. I think, when was it? Oh, man. Uh, I didn't even think to look. Back on the 9th, Morgan guessed sharpening a knife. And I know what you're talking about on that whetstone. Let me listen to it again. I mean, it's funny how when we get these answers, you kind of hear it yourself. And so here it is. Ugh. Yeah, pretty good guess. Unfortunately, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know it's been guessed. So make sure you go to thebulltulsa.com and get all the wrong answers. That way, it kind of helps you, kind of eliminate some things. But um, Brittany, can you help us with some math? She works at a college. You can probably do this, Daniel. What do we sit at right now? So Brittany it was just at eight hundred dollars. We must add fifty dollars to it. Would you please ask your little son Charlie what the new total is? All right. Hey Charlie, what? Hundred plus fifty. You say 850? Oh, how much is it? How much is it? 850. There you go. Look at that. $850 up for grabs in less than an hour. 910. Thank you guys for playing. So we're not done with the free money on 98.5 The Bull. Hang with us. Such is the sound of moolah up to when we play at 910. Daniel, this is cash money. I got to believe it. $850. $850. I'll even play that sound right now before we get into Did You See. But this is the sound we're trying to identify this morning. If you think you know that, make sure you go to thebulltulsa.com, by the way, and uh, look at the wrong answers because it's always a... Uh, it's hard to get in to be collar nine, and then you don't want to guess something that's been guessed already, so thebulltulsa.com can definitely help you with that. Welcome. You know what's throwing me off is when I hear these guesses, I can kind of hear. It's like that thing on TikTok where they're like, if you're reading the uh, the words, it's what you hear, like, green needle. 
or brainstorm. Yeah. Whenever brain, they say, like, uh, like Brittany that, just guessed sharpening a knife, I can hear it. Give me some of those that have been recently misguessed, and then we'll listen to it under that filter. Um, sharpening a knife. Let's hear that. Sharpening a knife. I could hear that. Uh, Kendall guessed Sharpie on paper. Renee guessed scraping ice off a windshield. It's weird how your brain kind of plays tricks on you, yeah. isn't it? It's just like Green Needle. Yeah. Welcome Have in. you seen that, by the way? I know. You, depending on the way you're told to hear it, you'll hear it that way. Mm. It's weird. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. Daniel didn't think this was that interesting, but I thought it was pretty fascinating what happened in Bartlesville. They're working on a road up there across from a school, and uh, this is from News on 6. Just across the street from Central Middle School, bricks and rail tracks from another time are now exposed to the 21st century. Bartlesville's old trolley, known as the Interurban Railroad, used to run through the intersection of 9th and Delaware. A lot of people think that our track system went and connected with the no water rail. We did not. Debbie Neese is the collections manager at the Bartlesville Area History Museum. So they're going to pull some of those tracks up. Dana wanted to know if they're going to restart the trolley. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Just the fact that they found them. I find it interesting, maybe because I watched Mr. Rogers, and uh, every now and then he'd go to that room where that trolley went around. You said it was, quote, fascinating. I think it's pretty cool, like, to find something that our ancestors probably was a part of their daily life. I don't know. Okay. It's because uh, you... Daniel doesn't have a curiosity about the world. Do you have any more, quote, fascinating stories? I actually do, if you'd like to hear this. <laughs> Please. Daniel once uh, said that he would like to have disposable clothing. Correct. Where, you know, it's one use. At night, you rip it off, throw it in the garbage can, and then you got a new, like, disposable uniform the next day for work or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That way, you, you could get rid of your washer and dryer. You could put a wet bar there in your house. Look at uh, look at this. People in Pryor must have heard you mention disposable clothes because you're not going to believe what's happening in Pryor. Would you like to hear about that? Yes, please. People spend hours trying to find the perfect dress made from the perfect fabric. Pryor High School students are proving you don't need toile or chiffon. In fact, you don't have to look any further than the paper and plastic aisle at your local convenience uh, store. I honestly thought it was going to be impossible. Lydia Vermillion and her classmates created these looks from toilet paper. The students were tasked with creating a custom design with only eight rolls of toilet paper, glue, a t-shirt, and some imagination. Each group took inspiration from different eras. And, and these dresses, I know you can't see them, they're, they're amazing. They look like something you would see in a bridal store, and they're made out of toilet paper. And you know how toilet paper sometimes has those little dots on it, makes a pattern or whatever? Mm -hmm. That's even incorporated. It looks really good. I'm telling you, disposable clothing is where it's at. Just take that thing up and throw it right away. You could go to Tulsa International, hop on a plane with nothing, because you're not bringing a suitcase full of luggage. You want to bring your medicine and things, but outside of that, when you get to your new destination, just buy more paper clothes. Right there at the old uh, airport, swipe your card, paper towel blouse. Vending machine, right. Yeah. Did you see this? A Minnesota man has broken the world record with a pumpkin. Guess how much the world record pumpkin weighs? thousand pounds. Oh, no, 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 no. 2,749 pounds. Here's the owner, Travis, talking about the logistics of actually weighing the pumpkin and the moment he broke the record. This thing's not going to weigh on a 4x4 four four scale. I said it needs something bigger. I mean, the thing's 7 foot 5 long by 6 foot 7. But yeah, they had to buy a new scale for it. This thing's been surprising. This thing's named Michael Jordan because it's 23 and the greatest basketball player of all time. So the only thing we got to figure out is it the greatest pumpkin of all times. Two, seven, four, nine. That's a world record. 
I would have thought it had been a little snooze fest when they announced that, but that guy sounds like he's real pumped it's like up. WWE. Like, World record. I wonder if that pumpkin, like, what if that pumpkin struggles? What do you mean? You know, like, is insecure about its weight. Oh, you mean maybe it will go on Ozempic or something like yes, that? Yes, right. And then, you know, we're parading it around town. And what do you do up. with that, the world's largest pumpkin? You what, carve like just, it? Yeah, throw you it carve away. it and live in it. I guess so. Uh, did you see this? Gen Z roasting older colleagues for using a common phrase in the workplace. I've not really thought about this phrase. I don't know what it means, but the phrase is uh, out of pocket. What does that mean exactly? To me, if I get an out of pocket email, that means um, you won't be able to contact me for a certain period of time. Uh, for younger folks, it means acting chaotic or out of hand. My boss... Every time she's going to be out of the office for a portion of the day, not the whole day, but like for a, a, a doctor's appointment or something, she'll say, so I'm going to be out of pocket today from one to two. And it just cracks me up every time because it's like, what you going to get up to, girl? Like typically I can hear a phrase and kind of uh, understand what where the origins are, but that one I don't know um out of pocket. It just doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't know either. I looked up what's the origin of out of pocket. We say things all the time that we don't actually know what we did. We know what they mean to us, but we don't know where the heck that came from. Right. What's the origin of out of pocket? The, the Internet doesn't even seem to know. They said it's been mentioned in novels as early as 1908, though. So it's been around for more than 100 years. Uh, we used to try to have meetings with people at our old company, and uh, they would say, well, well, I, well, I can't talk to you guys today. I'm traveling. I'm like, you know, you have a cell phone. That's You're not what, out of it pocket. It always blows my mind. They're like, you know what? I can't stand on an email. I mean, this drives me nuts when somebody puts this in an email. I mean, I, I get enraged, and it's going to seem so benign to everybody else, but I'm going to put you onto this, and you're going to hate it too. Thanks in advance. You don't like thanks in advance? It's the implication that I'm going to do it. Thanks in advance. Well, you don't even know if I'm going to do it. You're asking me for a favor. Thanks in advance. I haven't told you if I'm going to do it yet. It's a power play. Power move, huh? It's a power move, yeah. I don't like a power Thanks move. Thanks in advance. I won't do it now. I've got a viral video here, Ty. Did you see this? It's what mom says and what the kids hear. Would you like to hear it? Yes. Thanks in advance. Hey, sweetie, it's almost <laughs> time to go. Go put your shoes on. Hey, honey, it's almost time to go. Forget how to have feet. Yep, just lay there like a dying fish. Okay, that was a good build session. I gotta go cook dinner. You can keep playing, but when you're done, make sure you pick up all the Legos so we don't lose any of the pieces, okay? Ooh, that was a good build session. I gotta go cook dinner, but you can keep playing. When you're done, make sure you sprinkle every single one of these across every inch of the household so walking through our home is like picking our way through a minefield of tiny pokey bricks. There you go. What mom says versus what kids hear. Yes, exactly. Uh, oh, and finally, I can believe this. Uh, Lady in North Carolina being charged a pet fee, not $250 a year, Tig, $250 a month. And wait till you hear what the pet is. So tell me why my apartment complex tried to charge me $250 for a fish as a pet fee. Mind y'all, let me show y'all the fish tank. 2.5 gallon fish tank. Am I tripping? That's, a tiny, that's tiny too. A month. For a fish? I'm trying to think of where in the... We're in North Carolina because we lived in North Carolina. What what city would they be able to get away with a $250 a month They're not going to get away with it. Especially now that she's, like, gone viral with this. They're going to have to... 
You're going to have to uh, give her money back. She's been paying $250 for a fish. <laughs> Two and a half gallon. That's one of those just uh, fish bells, right? Daniel, thanks in advance for uh, telling us the the jackpot for the Sound of Moolah that's coming up at 910. Yeah, you can play that unless you're out of pocket. How much is the, Thanks in advance for the jackpot number. Maybe out of pocket goes back to billiards. Like you try to hit the ball and it doesn't go into the pocket. It's out of pocket. Or maybe it's football where you, the, the quarterback gets out of the pocket. He's not available in the pocket. Nobody says that. I don't know. What's the jackpot? Thanks in advance. Oh, um, $850. Yeah, there we go. Could be in your pocket. At 910, right here with Tiger Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Uh, the Sound of Moolah is $800. Is that right, Daniel? No, 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 no. $850. $850 at 910 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. And uh, money's just flying all over the place at Oklahoma and across the nation. Today is the jackpot for um, the Powerball is now $1.7 billion. And, um, and I was looking this up. You know, some states make you tell, like, who you are. You have to go in front of the camera and hold that big check and stuff. They make you do that if you want your money? Yeah. Um, Oklahoma is one that makes you do that. You got to give your real name and everything? Yeah, you got to be like Daniel Baker and you hold the big check. And you know everybody's going to get on like white pages and find out where you are and stuff and ask you for money. Which So I guess they make you do that so they can use you for publicity. Like, hey, real people do win this. And look at Daniel winning the, uh, the Powerball. Um, and I think that's where you see every now and then you ever seen a picture of a guy or a lady who won the Powerball and they wear like a an elf costume so nobody knows who they are you know yeah i saw one guy claimed it he was wearing a scream mask yeah and i would i would want to be anonymous but we actually daniel this is a true story me and you met a lottery winner about five days after he won uh like the second biggest jackpot in history and we see this guy because i guess since he got rich he started getting invited to these fundraisers and you and i were at the same fundraiser and um and he he, he went public with it so much so that his lawyer took him to New York City and put this guy on the Today Show. And even the anchors were like, I, we got to ask, why, why would you come on the Today Show and tell everybody you're worth $500 million? And the lawyer goes, well, I thought America should know. Like, sorry, buddy, America's not your client. That guy is your client. Um, and the guy was on television. He's like, I'm going to keep my regular job. My wife's going to keep going to her job. But they couldn't because... Once they w went back to their regular job, and she did go back to her job as a clerk or something, people were mean to her at work. Yeah, they're jealous, right? Yeah, they're a little jealous. So they, they're not as cool. And eventually, they I, I try to find out about them. I went and looked up the guy that you met, Daniel. And they've gone and they just disappeared off the face of the earth, basically, is what's happened. They, they bought a big house, and they live in the woods, and nobody talks to them, and they don't talk to anybody. But at this event, when these this guy had just won $500 million, Daniel walks up to him. And you congratulate him on his huge win, and then you ask him. I said, can I have $100,000? <laughs> I mean, why not? Just throw it out there. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not a big deal. I feel like one day on this radio show, I should just get on here and ask all these rich oil barons, these uh, yeah. people that came from all this money, like, hey, guys, just give me $100,000. I bet somebody would. Did you read the story about the rapper Jay-Z, how his uh, cousin asked him for $4,000 recently? Four thousand. Four thousand. Like that's nothing to Jay Z. Okay, yeah, th this guy, this real smart guy, did the math. These, you know, no rich guy is going to give you money just because it's nothing to him. Um, but anyway, Jay Z's cousin, I guess, hit a little trouble and he needed four thousand dollars. This is the way the story goes. Jay Z's worth two billion dollars. His cousin needs four thousand dollars, and they said that was the equivalent of if Jay Z had fifty thousand dollars, 
and his cousin <laughs> asked for a dime. <laughs> well, what did Jay-Z do? He didn't give it to him. Really? Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Well, what are we talking here? First cousin? Second cousin? I don't know. Just a cousin. First cause. cousin, you got to break them off some money. I don't like, know, man, because they'll keep coming back. Like, they wouldn't be incentivized to work ever again if you keep bailing them out. Even though it is nothing to you, should you, like, give everybody a free ride in life? No, I don't think so. You got to work for your money, Daniel. Yeah, but, like, 4000 is, like, a specific amount that he probably really needed. That, that's his business, not Jay-Z's. You like, if you're really trying to take advantage of Jay-Z, you say, like, hey, can I have $100,000? But this guy's like, hey, man, $4,000 is going to get me out of a scrape yeah, here. Yeah, I guess he really did need that amount. But why, <laughs> nobody, no oil guy in Tulsa is just going to give you money. Just, all right. i got to be honest with you. I feel like all right, do it. one day we'll do this. I think an oil baron might give me $100,000, and you'd be so jealous just of by me. asking. And then you're going to be like, hey, can I get $4,000? And I'm like, no. All right. Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Oh, but if you had $4,000 or even less or more, it doesn't matter. Snow's Furniture has the lowest price in town right now. Don't they? Yeah, Barry over at Snow's Furniture, he runs the place. They've been in business since 1978. Barry, can I have $100,000? Right. Let's see if he does that. But I'll tell you what he will give you, Daniel. The lowest prices in town. And this is kind of like him giving you money when you're ready to check out. 0% interest. So you got 12 months to pay off the furniture, and you don't have to pay any finance charges. That's like money in your pocket, right? Yes, please. Not bad. Snow's Furniture is online in town and on Facebook, locally owned since 1978. What is your Wait, deal, man? Hit the wrong button again. Here we go. It's time to win cash with Tyg and Daniel and the sound of moolah <laughs> on 98.5 The yeah. Bull. What's happening with you? I you don't got know. The, you getting big sausage fingers hitting the wrong buttons every uh, chance you get this I morning. I don't know what's wrong with me. Let me introduce you to Carissa Tyg. She's a registered nurse. Uh, what city do you live in, Carissa? A broken Arrow. And what uh, what hospital do you work at? I work that, for St. Francis. Uh, and Ty has gone to the emergency room several times claiming he fell on a shampoo bottle. Oh, goodness. We've had quite a few of those. That's what I'm hearing. This happens often. Ty, what, what happens? What do you think's going on? You, this, the floor is slippery with soap and you just fall down? I mean, why people go to the hospital for that kind of why thing? Why do you personally go to the hospital I, for that kind of thing? I haven't been to a hospital <laughs> Since I was a child. So you just ER. live with it. Yeah. Even worse. <laughs> Carissa, uh, you must wear scrubs. Do you wear the, the new kind, like the, the form-fitting ones, or do you wear the uh, the old school ones with, like, hot dogs on them? No, I wear the newer kind. All right, she's Fair up enough. with the fashion. All right. Enough tomfoolery, Carissa. Yeah. Let's get down to business. We've got a sound here. Ty's going to play it for you unless he accidentally plays the wrong thing again. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> and I might. Here we go in three, two, one. All right, Carissa, you've heard the sound of moolah. You know the wrong guesses. It's not sharpening a knife. It's not an elevator door closing. It's not a Sharpie on paper. Uh, I guess my one question is, Carissa, are you now prepared to guess the sound of moolah? I am. All right, Carissa, the nurse, what is your guess, please? I'm thinking that it is an air compressor for, like, airing up your tires. Is it an air compressor? Air up those tires, drive to the bank, and let them know you did not win, Carissa. I'm so sorry. Oh, I don't darn, like it. Okay. Carissa, do you like it when he does that, where he kind of leads you on for a second? I don't like that. I was, I got so excited. 
excited for a second. That is so messed up. Like I'm building up suspense, but at her expense. You can build up suspense by maybe suspense by maybe just not saying anything for a moment, letting that draw out, but not to convince somebody they've won for a second. That's that's low down. Yeah. Well, if I, I hurt know. your feelings, Chris, I'm so sorry, but uh, you did not get that right. You can help us with a bit of math if you'd like. Okay, let's it. So you just played for eight hundred and fifty dollars. We got to add fifty no, no, to no. that. How much did she play for, Dana? Eight hundred fifty dollars. Oh, she did. Okay, I want to make sure we get this Don't right. Don't you? No, 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 me, boy. <laughs> eight hundred fifty dollars. Add fifty to that. What does it come to? Nine hundred. Nine hundred dollars. Carissa, will you call me if Ty comes back into that ER? I sure will. I'll let you know. That's HIPAA. This guy falls on all type of things. <laughs> I don't know. I can just come to work. I'm being very polite today. And then he says, like, these awful things about me, Carissa. What's One wrong One time with he claimed he fell on that top hat in Monopoly. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, how did that happen? The guy's weird. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing you're saying these things. That's what's weird. Is you, that do, you don't call Carissa weird. This is my friend. There's some kind of hole in Daniel's life oh, where he's yeah. got to make fun of other people so he can feel better. You're one to talk about holes. <laughs> okay. I, Listen, I'm just going to leave it. That's all foolishness. right. Yeah. Uh, $900 up for grabs tomorrow morning at 710. Carissa, you said earlier you were scanning different stations. No more of that. You just listen to us no, exclusively, sir. all right? Absolutely, That's 7, probably, 10, 8, 10, and 9, 10. That's right. probably why she didn't win. It's bad, bad karma. Bad mojo, bad karma. Yeah. All right, Chris, thanks for playing, and uh, we'll see everybody tomorrow at 7, 10 with $900. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.